Hey everybody, Splat here, and we are talking thefrequency.com. That's T-H-E-E frequency.com. And here, or there, or anywhere, your spirit is in need, go to thefrequency.com. That's T-H-E-E frequency.com. There they have crystals, crystals for healing powers, for um, your meditation times, anything you feel that your spirit is hungering for, go to thefrequency.com. Crystals, tarot card readings, they have witch spells, they have, uh, speaking of tarot card readings, if you go to episode uh, 55, uh, around February 28th, we did a tarot card reading by the owner owner of thefrequency.com. That's T-H-E-E frequency.com, Sarah Miller. And she gave me a reading live on the show. So go back, check out that episode. And remember, if your spirit needs something, they will guide you in the right direction. They have what your spirit needs, and they also have what your spirit needs doesn't need so to speak they want to get rid of that shit but anyway go to thefrequency.com and uh tell them splats unicorner sent you okay so set your uh, feed your spirit and set it free at thefrequency.com t-h-e-e frequency.com Hey, everybody, just here to let you know that you should check out Mr. Nice Guys for all your smoking needs. They specialize in local-made and American-made glass and a one-stop shop for all your CBD, Delta 8, Kratom, exotic sodas and snacks, rolling papers, cones, and smoking accessories. Check Mr. Nice Guys out at 13201 Pond Springs Road. And there they will help you out with all your smoking needs and whatever. Whatever you need there, they got it. And they're good friends of mine. Tell them Splat said hi and tell them that the Splat's Unicorner sent you. Bye, Mr. Nice Guys. Check them out. Don't give up. Don't let the world get you down. When it does get you down, get up and write what you want out of your life and don't fucking stop. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no vacations. Only with people with credit card debt take vacations. You get up every fucking day, you look in the mirror and you tell that mirror, I'm a bad motherfucker. And one way or another, I'm going to make it fucking happen today. Testing one, two. Testing one, two, bitches. I want to kill the unicorn. God, you're on fire. Come on, man. Come on, man. I want to kill the unicorn. Come on, man.
I the only one thinking about this stuff? No. Creative thinking, recreational thinking. This is what I hope that I bring to you people tonight. You can, the problem is the schools. The schools. They don't teach us how to be different. They teach us how to be the same. Right, guys? Gang? Girls? Remember school where you go to learn to communicate and all they say is no talking? It makes no sense. It stifles the creative person who has questions to ask. Why are all the home ec teachers divorced? I remember the... I remember at the very beginning, nursery school seemed strange to me. I heard a nursery rhyme about the three bears. Okay. Bear comes home, finds a blonde in his bed. He's pissed off because he's out of little porridge. <laughs> it makes no sense. So I would ask questions about these things, you know, and then I get in trouble for acting smart. <laughs> acting smart in school. Oh, excuse me. Get sent to the dean for acting smart. Uh, Gallagher, what's the matter with you? I'm okay now. <laughs> you can send me back. <laughs> really? We should be asking people to be different. I think in America, America, America. Where you ask these questions. I'd raise my hand and she knew I was screwing around with her, you know. So I'd have to, I'd have to raise my hand. Like I just thought of something very clever. Uh, what makes the Teflon stick to the pan? If a duck eats and goes in the water, does he get the cramps? When yogurt goes bad, how can you tell? See, they don't want to hear these things. Can't answer. Why does a cowboy wear two spurs? If one side of the horse goes, so does the other. Why do they call them cowboys? Cows is girls, bulls is boys. Ought to be cowgirls and bull boys. Why do they call a statue a bust when it stops right before the part it'd be named after? Why do they call them buildings when they're already done building them? <laughs> Ought to call them built. <laughs> Why do they call it a TV set when you only get one? <laughs> and why do they call a woman's prison a penal colony? I ended up getting a degree in English literature, finally, because I like the language. It's a good language. In fact, it's an advantage we have over the Japanese because theirs is dumber than ours. <laughs> I remember I went there the first day to learn to read. I was real excited. I was going to learn to read. I didn't know about sex, so this was it. <laughs> I was going to learn to read. Oh, boy, I'm ready to go. And she, and she says, okay, first word you're going to learn to read is big. Oh, I know big already. I know the meaning. So I got ready. She went, one thing, two things, three things. I said, damn, that's little for big. I said, that's little. She said, no, this is little. It was twice as big. As big.
I said, this is gonna be hard. But I knew it was, because I, I tried to learn to read ahead of time. I'd ask my dad signs on the roadside. What does that say, Dad? He'd say, good food. I'd say, why? They both end in O-O-D. Those words ought to rhyme. It ought to be good food. <laughs> or good food. Why is it good food? See, it doesn't matter. Why should I be serious about the language if the language isn't serious enough to make sense? Right, gang? <laughs> well, let's take the word bomb. B-O-M-B, right? Bomb? Bomb, B-O-M-B? All right, T-O-M-B. Tom? No. No, tomb. All right, T-O-M-B, tomb. C-O-M-B, coom? Comb. All right, C-O-M-B, comb. P-O-M-B, poem? No. P-O-E-M, poem. All right, P-O-E-M, poem. H-O-E-M, home? No. H-O-M-E. All right, H-O-M-E, home. S-O-M-E, some? No. Some. All right, S-O-M-E, some. N-O-M-E, numb? No. N-U-M-B. <laughs> and it gets worse. W-O-R-S-E, worse. H-O-R-S-E, hearse. Horse. Laughter. L-A-U-G-H-T-E-R, laughter. D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R, dafter. <laughs> no. N-U-M-B. <laughs> well, let's see. What are some others? A-C-H-E. Ache. Is this a mistake? No, mustache. B E A R D. Beard. H E A R D. Herd. This is a bird. G O. Let's get simple. G O. Go. D O. Do. Do. Now, this ain't two words off in the side of the corner we don't use anymore. This is go and do. <laughs> All right, D-O, do, N-O, new? No.
Quest Crouton. Croutons, croutons, croutons with my ass. tranquilizer can. It works at the root of your problem. You're an animal. And you need to release this aggression. Aggression against this damn video game. No, it ain't the game. It's this controller. It's the controller. Hey everybody, little different intro for you because we in the comedy world, us as a whole of humans, we have lost one of the greats. Uh, we have lost, we have lost Gallagher. The smashing the fruit guy. Now, there was two parts. Was two, uh, the first segment, the first part you heard. Sorry, I'm hitting the wrong, <laughs> hitting the wrong value. Uh, the first part you heard was my favorite bit by Gallagher as a child. And the other part was what he was famous for. Now, this is a bittersweet death for me personally, and we'll get into that. But Gallagher, you will be missed. You were underrated here in the later years. Your brother stole your act. We'll get into that. <clears throat> and now you're laid to rest with the dead watermelons that you smashed throughout the years. 
Okay, 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 quit the trumpets already. But uh, Gallagher, me as a child, I discovered him, and this is why it's bittersweet. Um, uh, I discovered him through my brother Jack as a, as a young man, probably about a 10 or 11, maybe, the early, maybe a little earlier, I don't know. And he introduced me to him, I think, on HBO or something. I don't know. I can't remember. I mean, maybe VHS or something. I don't know. But I remember him sitting me down and showing me Gallagher. And as a kid, I was like, this guy's fucking insane. And I fucking love it. I fucking love this guy. He's just smashing shit. Fucking, you have, uh, when you go to his concert, you have to fucking, uh, um, you have to fucking get, uh, like, the first couple rows, you have to get, like, a plastic uh, a tarp because you're going to get fucking shit on with something because he's just going to take this big old sledgehammer or whatever the fuck, the slab, sledge-o-matic. <laughs> the sledge-o-matic, um, and he would just smash whatever. You know, he'd, he'd start with little things like he was doing there, the fucking video game, the cop car, the, the egg, the light, the fish. And then he'd get up to the fucking uh, watermelon and big explosion. But in actuality, if you go back and you listen to his uh, comedy album before, like kind of before he started smashing the fruit, because I went back and researched this shit when, when I was uh, younger. That is a great comedy album. He was a great comic, not just, a, you know, uh, I know uh, I saw the tribute from uh, or the little thing on TikTok from uh, uh, Carrot Top was his mentor. Or he was Carrot Top's mentor. And, um, you know, he even said he's a great comedian. He's not just this prop comic that everybody knows him as. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. Let's see. If, do they know what he died from? But me, my brother sat me down, and I became an instant fan of Gallagher. His jokes were the shit that I would think in my head sometimes, not his jokes, but his wit, like that school act. Like that's the shit I was used to think in my head. Like, what the fuck? Like why, why are there interstates in Hawaii and shit like that? You know, <laughs> um, how did, Oh boy. How did, oh, oh, fuck, fat fingers. How did Gallagher, Gallagher, Gallagher pass away. That's right. They just use die anyway. Um, let's see here. Gallagher's death updates. Cause of death revealed after legendary comedian dies at 46. Man, he was 46 years old. Uh, comedian, comedian Leo Anthony Gallagher. Man, I like Gallagher. Widely known as Gallagher. <laughs> Has died according to, and his death isn't funny. It's the way these people uh, word these things. Uh, the outlet reported that the comedian suffered severe organ failure and had been ill for some time. Having had several heart attacks over the years, Gallagher was well known for his observational and prop comedy catchphrases, as well as smashing watermelons as part of his act. Uh, he has uh, 13 one-hour comedy specials for Showtime and several, several well-liked HBO specials. And I'm sure my brother showed me half of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
My brother was a big, big, huge Gallagher fan. And I thank my brother for a lot of that stuff when I was younger because he showed me a lot of the comedy. He knew I liked comedy. Even the Christian comedy. Uh, he used to listen to these Christian comics, Second Chapter of Acts. I don't know, maybe that was a band. I think it was Second Chapter of Acts. I'm going to have to ask my brother. Or something. Because I still, there's a bit on there where there's a radio station. I hate to go off the rails here, but I'm just thinking about my brother. And, uh, and, and there was this, and I and I still use this phrase. This is, a, this is a Christian comedian. Like they were doing, almost like Cheech and Chong, right? But it was like Christian. But anyway, they're doing this radio bit, and this guy calls, and he's like, hey, man, I'm fucking high. He doesn't say fuck, of course. I'm high, man. They're like, hey, man, calm down. You got to calm down. He's like, I'm so high. I have to look out for small aircraft. <laughs> and I still use that phrase to the day. And I was probably like 10 years old. Mike Warnke, I just saw him. He was in concert in Austin not too long ago. But anyway, enough about that. Uh, thanks, Jack, for showing me all the good times. But Gallagher was one of his, besides Charlie Cha Chaplin, Gallagher was his fucking dude, right? So we've read, uh, according to New York Times, Gallagher stopped performing in 2012 due to suffering from two heart attacks. He eventually returned to the road but stopped touring before the coronavirus pandemic. Boo! Oh, fuck that pandemic just fucks everybody up. Gallagher's last televised stand-up performance was in 2014 on the Gotham Comedy Live. Gallagher's management clapped back when asked by Variety about alleged racist and homophobic statements he made. Oh, wait, did I miss something here? Oh, I missed the I missed the, I missed the thing here. According to Variety, to Variety, a woman, a woman, Robin Van Coco Cho. Ah, shit. Uh, claiming he was hit in the head by a prop, uh, the woman lost the court sided with it. Gallagher, while Gallagher had his detractors, he was uh, an undeniable talent and unsuccessful and a successful story. I don't know, they're going all over the fucking place here. Gallagher's out. I'm looking for this racist shit. Gallagher's outrageous humor eventually rubbed the spectators the wrong way in his later years, with critics feeling his jokes were homophobic and racist. Oh, well, welcome, on, welcome man. to our new world, Gallagher. Thank God you left. Sorry, I had to be said. Look around, see any Mexicans? He said during the 2010 show. They'll be here later for the cleanup. <laughs> oh, okay, so Gallagher can't say that, but Pelosi, Cunty Pelosi, can say, well, the illegals in Florida can pit the oranges. <laughs> Come on, now. In 2011, Gallagher was a guest on his fellow comedian Mark Maron's podcast, but walked out when Maron asked about this and similar jokes. Some critics agreed that his act had gone too far. Come on. But he never toned it down. Good for him. Applaud you, buddy. Throughout his career, he did 14 comedy specials for Showtime, which he have been, which have been rebroadcast several times, notably on Comedy Central. His first television, television, hello, special debuted in 1980, titled An Uncensored Evening. Gallagher exploded in popularity during the 1980s, becoming one of the most famous American comedians due to his trademark sledgeomatic act. 
the act involved Gallagher destroying foods and objects. We just got done saying that. Big break. Gallagher got his start in the world of, this is the shit I want to know, uh, comedy during the 1960s as the road manager for comedian Jim Stafford. He eventually decided to perform himself and got his big break after appearing on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show. And that's where everybody used to get their big break. And I feel like that's where Joe Rogan is now with the podcast. And, uh, you know, if you go on his podcast, you're going to get noticed. You're going to, when you went on Johnny Carson's uh, show back in the day, like when you went to the comedy store, Mitzi would have connect. These guys would come in to get you on the fucking Tonight Show. And that was like your big break, right? Your Johnny Carson was popular. He was the most popular motherfucker at the time. So if you got on his show, Pretty much you're going to have some kind of uh, kick-ass job or a new career after that. Look, Go, go back and research how many comedians made it famous off of the Johnny Carson show, really. And now Joe Rogan's just doing the same. You go on Joe. If I was to go on Joe Rogan's show today to pimp this fucking podcast, I'd blow up. I'd probably get canceled right away, but I'd get blowed up. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, the comedian retired back in 2012 due to his declining health as well as becoming tired of performing. He told WDCM and Marion that it sometimes didn't matter how clever his jokes were if the audience couldn't hold their liquor. <laughs> Outlet reported. He said the job is like the babysitting people who can't handle alcohol. According to his bio and Salik Entertainment, he was born in Fort Bragg, North Carolina with a curious mind and a humorous streak. Before Gallagher became famous, he had earned a chemical engineering degree from the University of South Florida. And once he moved to Los Angeles, he began developing his comedy act in a well-known club on Sunset Strip called The Comedy Store. Hey, I just got done mentioning that. Um, but yeah, that's Gallagher. He's a, he was a, I, I'm only doing this tribute really for myself and for my brother. And Gallagher deserves... A, tr a good tribute out of this show because he has a lot to do with the way I I, I carry my comedy, or I, I like my comedy. Um, but this goes on and on and on. But there was some tributes. The sledgehammer of death. Uh, Pat and Oswalt. The death. The 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 sledgehammer of death falls on us all. The Gallagher knew. That when life splashes its messiest debris upon us, you would always reach for the tarp of faith and friendship. He had two kids, Amy and Barnaby. But he was ranked the 100th greatest stand-up comedian of all time by Comedy Central in 2004. Gallagher told Oregonian, uh, the Oregonian, <laughs> his displeasure of being ranked so poorly. He said, I looked at the other people, and I was trying to find anyone I heard of. How could I be behind people I never heard of? I made 13 one-hour shows agreed for Showtime, which were, were available on videotape, and I invented the one-man show on cable. Tr very true. Very, very true. And here it says it right here. According to his website, Gallagher literally invented the television stand-up comedy special. and kind of did. I mean, that's a lot. Not too many comedians can say that and 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 start that shit on Showtime. I believe, you know, uh, uh, he probably did start this. The comedian did 14 specials on Showtime. It was the first. We were, we know that. It was also the number one comedian in ticket sales and ratings for almost 15 fucking years. 
Damn. Damn, damn, damn. But that's Gallagher. Uh, we're going to miss you, guy. Gallagher, I want to say thank you for uh, helping me and my brother have a tighter bond because he was kind of like my father figure growing up. And Jack, if you're out there listening to this podcast, I love you, man. And thank you for introducing me to these types of things. It has made me who I am today. And Gallagher, you'll always be in my thoughts and memories and and right in my heart, man. Your little sledge will be right in my heart. But this is a sad one for me. I hope everybody goes and checks out his comedy stuff. He was a great comedian. As you could see, the the um, the bits still hold up to this, this day, like uh, George Carlin, Bill Hicks, these types of comedians. So I just want to say, rest in peace, Gallagher. Thank you for bequeathing your... Gallagher name and likeness to your brother so he could carry it on. And if he ever comes to Austin, Texas, I will surely, in your honor, go see him live. So here's one more laughter for you, Gallagher, as we send you off in the comedy hall of fame in another universe. Tell Norm and Rodney, Richard, Lenny, all those guys, tell them we all said hello. <laughs> all right, folks, I think I've babbled on enough about Gallagher, but uh, I have no apologies because that, that was dear and near to my heart. Uh, you may not understand, you may understand, but, um, I love my brother Jack with all, I love all my siblings, don't get me wrong, but I was really close to my, I am really close to my brother. And cause he showed me when I was a kid, a lot of things that, um, I didn't have a dad to show me those. I had a dad, but he didn't show me these types of, this type of, uh, thing, these types of things you do, like take me to a ball game or take me to a movie. So, Jack, thank you so much for introducing me to Gallagher. I love you, bro. Or as you would say, brah. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. Very sad day in the comedy world. Um, folks, I got to take a leak real quick. So, give me a second here. And we will be right back. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. Sorry about that. I threw a little commercial for you guys to listen to while I was peeing. <clears throat> and uh i don't know what's going on in the election let's go take us get a fucking update real quick get that out of the way because i got something i want to talk about and it's very serious to caucasians <clears throat> i believe the democrats won now i don't know didn't we declare that the <sighs> can i ask people this question uh, do you remember uh, they don't even have the results on the thing anymore? I don't, I don't understand. 
Did we declare who was that? Do we know what happened? I just don't understand these elections. I I, I don't understand why uh, why this shit's taking so long. We used to know like the next morning or the, the, the late that night, and now it's taken fucking a month, a week. But you know what I mean. No, I don't see any updates on the. Uh, I still have COVID, but they don't have. Uh, so did the Democrats win the House or the Senate or something? Senate poised to vote on respect for marriage. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the fucking everybody sort that out on themselves. <laughs> I am so I'm sorry. I have not been watching the news or anything. Uh I've I've I'm so drained because every news station, every new show, everything is about these fucking elections and it's so it it it, it just wears your fucking soul down, man. Like can we, you're telling me there's nothing else going on in this world besides political shit? Come on, man. I'm not buying it. I'm not fucking buying it. But you know what? Uh, whoever won, won. God, Jesus Christ. I mean, uh, wasn't Trump supposed to come out and say, I'm running for election? <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. These <sighs> Did people win or did they not fucking win? Did the fucking Democrat pr- craps win or did the re-fucking uh, re- redump Dumplicans win. Yeah, somebody fucking tell me. Email me at Splash. <laughs> I can simply look it up right now, but I just don't even give a fuck anymore, man. About to go to war, bitches. Oh, I've been watching The Crown. Speaking, I just saw this uh, Meghan Markle thing. I wonder if they're going to put her in The Crown eventually. They're going to have to, right? So I'm about, uh, I got caught up. I know I told you guys before I only watched the two seasons and the character change fucked me up, but I think House of Dragons changed that perspective for me. I'm I, I, I'm kind of used to it, though. I like it, no, but uh, I'm used to it. And um, so I went balls deep in the crown, went right, I couldn't help it. I had to go straight into fucking, um, I had to go straight into uh, season five after three and four. I was gonna wait, but I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going, I'm going in." So I'm halfway through season five. Um, so we'll talk about that next week, and I'll give you guys a review on the show if you haven't seen it. We'll talk about it. Uh, no, there's not gonna be any spoilers or anything. I think we all know about the uh, royal royal family. Um, but uh, there's a lot to unpack for that show. Especially in the later years. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll go over that next week. Uh, but go check it out if you can. If you get it updated if you can. Um, what else did I see over the weekend? I think I was crowned up. Um, I thought I watched a movie, and I don't know if I did or not. We talked about The Good Nurse last week. I thought I took a day and just watched a movie because I was like, I need to chill with the fucking. <laughs> I need to chill with the. 
crown for a second. Um, fuck, I can't remember. It was a movie, and I can't remember what the fuck it was. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, it was this John Travolta movie on Netflix. Well, maybe I talked about it last week, but I don't, I don't know. All these shows run together. No, it's not, not Killer Sally. You need to go check that out, though. I did, definitely did talk about that. <clears throat> Where is it? Speed Kills, I believe it's called. Let me double check. Speed Kills. Yeah, apparently it was a, came out in 2018, right? But it's about uh, it's about speedboat racing champion and multimillionaire Ben Ar- uh, Ben Aronoff leads a double life that lands him in trouble with the law and drug lords. Actually, a pretty good movie. It's a little cheesy at times, but I'm not sure if it was meant to be. But it is cheesy. Of course, my girl Jess, Jennifer Espin- uh, Esposito is in there. She's so hot. Um. But his second wife was hot, too. Who was she? Catherine Winnick. What a piece. What a piece. Um, Very good movie, though. Go check it out if you want to. You don't have to. Tom Sizemore's in it, of course. Uh, But it was pretty good. Uh, I didn't hate it. It wasn't, like, very well. It it didn't look like it had a very big budget. Let's go through the uh, trailer real quick. My name is Ben Aronoff. I'm a self-made millionaire and an offshore boating champion. My boats have won hundreds of races. Oh yeah, they've also moved 100 million pounds of cocaine through Miami. You can't say Miami without saying Ben Aronoff. Big Ben! (laughs) Mr. Vice President. We just got us some government money. King and Saint's girlfriend? You gotta be kidding me. He's got two wives. And an army. Yeah, I know that. That's illegal. We busted a lot of drug dealers driving your boats. My boats. Boats manufactured by your company. Ah. We're your family, Betty. Remember who you are, where you came from. I don't know anybody, anything. So what are your plans? <laughs> like usual, to win. You'll do your part. Full throttle! So, yeah. Speed Kills. Go check that out on Netflix. It was pretty good. Decent. Let me know what you think. Uh, that was about it this weekend. Oh, my uh, friend Ross. Happy birthday, Ross. Got to see him for his birthday. We watched some football. <clears throat> Drank some beers. Had some chicken parmesan. So happy birthday, Ross. I know you don't listen to the show, but fuck you. Happy birthday anyway. Uh, 
always really mostly watching the crown i'm trying to finish that up so we can talk about it but uh what was this thing Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot to do this. Anne Heche, remember, she just died because she ran into a fucking house all drugged up or whatever, sued by a woman whose home was destroyed. And This wasn't the one I read. I read this other one where this lady's pet turtle got injured in this, and she's suing Anne Heche's. <laughs> uh, suing Anne Heche's estate. That's great. <laughs> Oh, FTX, if you get any money there, says it's having over 1 million creditors. That's bullshit. This guy has no money there. He's fucked. Uh, what was it? A couple weeks ago, he came out and he's like, no, there's not a fucking problem. He was $36 billion and now it's gone. So, you guys, I don't know about this cryptocurrency shit, this Bitcoin shit. You guys are fucking insane with that bullshit. Everybody's getting scammed with it. That's what I don't fucking understand. You guys keep falling into it. Oh, I swear it's gonna work. It's gonna catch on. It's gonna. How long has you guys been? How? It's been fucking nine years or so, or something like that. Yeah, uh, you dumb dumbs been trying to sell us fucking Bitcoin, and I, uh, I'm going to the gas station now. There's Bitcoin ATMs. I am no no fucking way am I uh, using pretend money that can just go away. See, this is what happens, folks. When we start doing this Bitcoin and these fucking credit chips, card chips, and you can just wave it over the fucking thing, and you got your phone, it's everything stored on your phone. This is where if the government really wanted to control us and shut us down, he, they can, oh, you owe some bills to the government? We're shutting everything down. We're taking all your money. You have nothing now. Just by a press of a goddamn button. And we're sitting here going, this is awesome. Oh, this is cool. Cryptocurrency is awesome. It's like a bank account in like the stock market at the same time. Well, where's the money? Well, the money is the gigabytes, sir. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. But seriously, this is not a fucking joke. You guys think this Bitcoin thing's cool and this and that and ing, 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 ing. we're already fucking taking chances with credit cards and debit cards and all this shit. See, physical currency is fucking physical currency. The government can't take your physical currency without force. You understand? Now they can just go boop, boop, and you have Zilcho in your bank account. So I I really don't see how you guys uh, think this Bitcoin cryptocurrency shit um, is going to work in your fucking favor. <laughs> I really don't. I really, really, really don't. But good luck, man. I mean, I'm not screaming... Uh, I'm not screaming, you know, uh, I don't know. Just, I don't, uh, somebody, somebody, if, if one of you guys can email me at splatunicorner at gmail.com and explain to me how 
Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is a benefit to our society or our currency system. Even show me how debit cards with chips on them or even the magnetic swipe. Tell me how a, a credit card that is controlled by a computer, how that is even safe in our society, in a government that is tyrant, in a government that doesn't give a fuck about anything but greasing their own pockets and going on their expensive yachts and vacations and this and that. This is what somebody needs to explain to me. Because physical currency is the only way to survive the government tyrancy when it leads to that. Are you speaking against our government? But no, I'm not speaking against the government. I'm just telling you the truth. Now, if you're going to sit in your little Trump world and your little Biden worlds and all these little worlds where you think the government is actually there to do something for you, you are fucking mental. Because none of these motherfuckers don't give a, they do not give a fuck. There's only two things they worry about. That's your vote and your fucking money. And if you can't know, if you if you can't figure that out as grown ass people, they let you vote at eighteen fucking years old. If you can't figure that out by then, then you have fucking issues. You have mental delusional issues because the government just like your favorite sports team and your favorite sports player and your favorite musician they don't give a fuck a f a one single if the fuck is flying they don't even give it okay when you buy that jersey you're just giving that guy a living on top of his millions of dollars when you buy their album and buy their singles and do this and that you're just fucking it's not for, oh the music is for you. Now that's different. But you go to their movies, you do this, you do you understand what I'm saying? Nobody gives a fuck. That's why you go live your life. Go live your fucking life. Uh I'm going to start I may start uh, carrying physical fucking currency all the time. Just deposit, fucking take it out as soon as it deposits. Fuck everything. Fuck all this. <laughs> I can't do that. That's pretty funny. Though. That's pretty fucking funny, though, right? <clears throat> I'm just saying it's a little sketchy. The Bitcoin cryptocurrency world. <clears throat> but what are you going to do? Speaking of, here's our government. This is what our government's doing, folks. This is what government is doing with our fucking money that we work hard. Remember, you go to work every day. Not some of you, but most of us. We go to work every day busting our ass or whatever. Even just getting up and going to a job because you can't fucking enjoy life when you're at a job. Unless you love your job. That's different. But what I'm saying is, is we're going and we're giving almost half our check to the government. Now, this is the same government that broke away from the monarchy because they were fucking, uh, we didn't want to go that way. But it's pretty much it, right? The president and the, and the first lady don't fucking, vice president, they don't, they don't control nothing. You guys are mad at Trump for no reason. It's the rest of the people around him that's doing the shit. Biden, same thing. Biden's just a dumb dumb. 
But the White House is requesting additional $37.7 billion for Ukraine from Congress. What in the entire fuck? Tired of Ukraine taking all my fucking money. You poke the fucking bear. Now Russians running up on ya. No, don't take my fucking money. Feed the homeless and help out the educational system. That's what we need, you fucking cocksuckers. We don't need to give fucking 80 billion to fucking IRS. Why don't we put that into the school system? Why don't we put that into, um, you know, things that we actually need? Shelters for homeless. Quit building, like George Carlin said, quit building fucking, I think it was him. Quit building fucking uh, golf courses and start uh, building fucking shelters for homeless veterans and homeless and, and, and get a system where where you can put them through uh, some kind of mental um, system and, and help them out instead of giving all our fucking money to fucking this country and that country and this country and that country and IRS. The fucking IRS. You fucking morons! Sorry, I just I get angry. I know I was gonna I wasn't gonna go political, but this is stupid. It's fucking dumb people. <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? It's the world we live in. It's the fucking world we live in. <clears throat> had this news article up and I lost it. <clears throat> so I'm reading this article yesterday or might have been this morning. It says Broadway's The Lion King is facing lawsuit for allegedly allegedly firing sign language interpreter for being white. Come on, man. A white sign language interpreter is suing the Broadway hit show The Lion King for his alleged firing based on the color of his skin. Hmm. Keith Wan, an ASL interpreter, said he's received an email from the Theater Development Fund Accessibility Programs on April the 2nd, noting that it's no longer appropriate to have a white interpreters represent black characters as ASL Broadway shows. What? Wow. Juan and his attorney, Josh Pepper, joint. Sorry, I got the hiccups there. Fox and Friends, of course, on Monday morning to discuss the case. Uh, Juan explained that after he was invited to fill in for biopic interpreters, he received the email releasing him from the job a few days later. I just looked at it and said, What are they saying here? I think this is illegal. And it fucking is. Uh, Pepper described the case as pretty straightforward since the email pretty much admits that the Lion King retracted its offer because Juan is white, according to his attorney. There is a statute 
that says people have the right to contract regardless of their race, says Pepper. It was a uh, Reconstruction-era statute that was intended to protect the former slaves to protect black people from not being able to have their business. The attorney said Supreme Court ruled in 1976 that the white people could sue under the statute as well. We uh, Equal rights, right? We think it's a strong case that they refuse to give him this job because he is white. Come on. The statute says that he could not that you can't do that. So we want to recover the money that we would have been paid exactly. While Juan was reportedly set to make one thousand per show, he said he ultimately cited a sue because wrong is wrong. The decision they sent in the email was wrong, he said. If you insert a different color, if you insert a different race, it is wrong. You're not allowed to fire somebody because of that reason, added Juan. And Juan mentioned that there's been some false narrative that claims that the interpreter is attempted to push into his space, the space that is not his space. Fuck you. There was a uh, team establishment. They were asking me to come in and help them out, Juan said. Fox and Friends noted that it reached out to the theater development. Fun for comment on the situation, but did not hear back. Of course you didn't hear back motherfuckers and here's where i'm going to lose listeners again every time this is bullshit how 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 can you how can the very people that are scream, screaming equal rights the very people that got rid of colored uh, uh bathrooms and white bathrooms colored uh water fountains white you guys wanted to get rid of this everybody wanted to get rid of this and now we're reverting back to this bullshit come on man what the fuck is wrong with you people and when I say you people, I'm saying people that are dumb enough to fucking think that this is okay. To think that uh, you can scream, uh, you know, you have to give black people or, or brown people a fucking job because of the, the fucking, because, you know, this or that is bullshit. This guy can't fucking work because he's white? That's discrimination. And they say, well, discrimination you can't do that because you you are the majority, and majority can't discriminate against the minority. Fuck that. Like, I would agree with my buddy Rover from Rover's Morning Glory in Cleveland. He said, well, in the RPAD in South Africa, uh, white people... White people were 18%, and you're telling me that the majority of black people were not racist? All those people, all those black people in South Africa during that time were not racist? That's laughable. Racism, discrimination, all that can be done by any fucking buddy, you fucking morons. And to do this to a guy in this day and age where the white man is becoming the fucking enemy for no fucking reason for our past. We're getting judged on our past. The same fucking people that are judging for our past go to church every fucking week and they pray f about how God will forgive you. God will f forgiveness and turn the other cheek and this and that. Where is that fucking shit? 
it? Where's the equality? Where's getting past it? I'm not saying forget it, you dumb fucks. I'm saying getting past it. We need to get past it. Of course, we need to fix some things in society, but if they are working them things, the, these things out. If you look around the fucking black culture, if you look around uh, the Latina culture, if you look around it, there's a lot of cultures in America that have been accepted into society. There is, when I watch TV, there's a lot of black shows. There's a lot of black actors. There's a lot of black singers. There's a lot. I was, I, when it came to music, I grew up in black culture. Well, B-boys and breakdancing and all this shit. Now, you go back to 1950, 1940, 1980s. do you think this could have happened? You're saying we're not evolving? Sure, there's a fucking percentage of the fucking people in this in this country that are pieces of shit, racist motherfuckers, but it's also not just a white thing. There's racist black people. There's racist Mexican people. There's racist Japanese people. There's racist Korean people. There's racist uh, Chinese people, Vietnamese people, Muslims. I could fucking go on if you want me to if you're that fucking dumb that you can't figure this out. There's a there, there, there's a university they they have a um a class or something or a display of paintings that you get to go in and you get to paint your anger from white white straight cis men and they get to display it in the halls. Now flip that fucking thing, flip that around, and what what's going to happen? No one's going to tolerate it. But since we're white or we're straight or we're whatever, we get shit on. Well, we're fucking people, too. Just like when you guys were screaming, you're fucking people. You're fucking humans. Well, we're fucking humans, too. And our past does not define who the fuck we are right now. So shut the fuck up. About this, I hope this guy wins so many fuck. I hope Lion King gets shut down that he wins so much goddamn money. Cause fuck your play, fuck Broadway, and fuck any administration that is fucking letting this happen. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. You're the fucking problem with goddamn society nowadays. And this is the shit that burns my ass. Because we all laugh it off. <laughs> White people listen. <laughs> White people think, man, he's spicy. <laughs> White people this, cracker. Hey, White boy, hate this. But if I did the same fucking thing, I'd be fucking shut down, get my ass beat, and get fucking thrown in jail. And hung from a fucking tree. Yeah, I said it. You guys would do that to me. And that's what it's going to come down to if you guys don't, if everybody just don't stop this madness. We have to talk about equal rights, equality, not equity, equality, you dumb fucks. And uh, equality doesn't mean we get to do what you did to us now. <laughs> no, go fuck you. You want to call me a racist for saying it? You can go fuck, suck my dick while you're at it. Because I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me if i'm racist sexist misogynistic whatever the fuck you want to think i get it a lot i get it all the time and i'm none of those things because you don't fucking know me like that so when i tell a fucking black joke or a mexican joke i don't want to hear no fucking get panties getting in a fucking bunch because they're jokes okay if people can say black boy or white boy i can say black man black hey hey white boy hey black boy but then i'm then i'm getting shit on 
You see the fucking difference? But we got to stop it, folks. If you guys, if you guys don't know what equality is, you're all, we're all fucking grown. Your common sense is gone. If we don't know what equality is right now, uh, at this point in our fucking lives, then we're fucking retarded. We should not be existing as humans because we can't function as a fucking common sense, smart human beings. It's getting harder and harder to fucking. Uh, call out uh, hip, hip, calling out hypocrisy is like uh, every week thing on this goddamn show and it's disgusting if i had this podcast in the 80s or 90s we'd be early 2000s we'd be talking about fun shit no we got to talk about who's fucking correcting who and who's got to do this and who can do that this white man deserves to fucking be an interpreter any fucking where he wants to be I, I'm all for uh, sign language interpreters. I don't give a fuck what your fucking color is. I love it when they're at these, they have these little videos and they're at the festivals and they're doing the rap and metal songs and they're getting into it. These people are fucking awesome. I, I want to learn sign language. I think it's a great fucking language. And we may need it at, at some time in our fucking life. But uh, I'm going to close this fucking argument up and say, fuck you, Lion King, and fuck anybody that backs this up. If you're listening to my fucking podcast and you're backing this up, go get help. Please. You are mental. You are mental to think this is okay and not other things. It's okay for the Oscars not to have any black nominees, but it's this is okay. Get the fuck out of here. You're fucking backwards, people. Go fuck yourself, Lion King. You can suck my white dick while I do some signing with my hands. You motherfuckers are racist, discriminatory, and a little bit prejudiced. What are these people doing with our lives? With our lives. Uh. All right, we're going to take a break. Or actually, we're going to take a break, but we're going to end this segment of the show. And uh, we're going to go into the sports shit show next. Uh, if you want to come and join us there, come on over. Come on over and join us. If not, I totally understand. But uh, you can enjoy... Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the sports or the Splat Unicorn podcast. Remember, you can reach us on Instagram, Splat Unicorn podcast, uh, Splat Unicorn at gmail.com. You can reach us and, um, yeah, reach us here every Wednesday, same Splat time, same Splat channel. All right, everybody that's not going to stay with us, stay high, stay fly. And peace and love and the holy smoke above. Hold on, hold on. I fucked it up. I fucked it up. I don't think I can get it. I was going to lead you out with Black Gallagher. But <laughs> see if I can here. Hold on. Smash some fruit. There we go. All right, guys, we'll be back with the sports show.
Dave, that's Dave Chappelle doing Black Gallagher, by the way. I'm out. Hey everybody, today we are talking about Squatch Mobile Automotive Repair. They mainly focus on brakes, steering, and suspension, but also cover preventative maintenance, check engine diagnostics, no start diagnostics, and free bumper-to-bumper inspection with every service. Their model is is built to save the customer time and money by coming to them in their home or office so they don't have to schedule around shops. Uh, you can reach uh, Shiloh at 512-348-1787. That's 512-348-1787. The email is 19shilohshorten92 at gmail.com. And their website is squatchmobileautomotive.com. That's squatchmobileautomotive.com. And I believe they have a Facebook page, Squatch Mobile Automotive Repair. They'll come to you. Tired of a filthy car? Yeah. Want it to look and feel new again? Ah. Well, Barrera Auto Detailing can get your vehicle looking its best. With over 15 years' experience, folks, specializing in exterior protection from waxes to sealants to ceramic coatings, protecting vehicles from the harsh, ooh, it's so hot, so harsh, so hot. Uh... This Texas heat, folks, I mean, uh, gotta get these seats cleaned. Uh, call Barrera Auto Detailing for a free quote. And take pride in your ride, and you can get a hold of them at 512-689-4829. Again, that's 512-689-4829. And you can email them at book at BarreraDetailing.com. You can find them on Instagram or Facebook at Barrera Auto Detailing. Or go to their website, www.barreradetailing.com. Again, that's www.barreradetailing.com. Ask for Baldo. Tell them Splatch Unicorner sent you. He's a good friend of mine. Help this guy out. Get your car detailed. You need it. I can tell. I can tell. Remember, folks, take pride in your ride. 
All right, let's clear the air on a little bit of bullshit. You know, politics gets a little nasty anyway. But anytime you have a question, ask me. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sports Shit Show. <laughs> it's your dude, Splat. How are you doing? How are you doing? Thanks for showing up where we talk about spizzorts. Oh, folks, lay off of Kyrie Irving already, am I right? I mean, we're dealing with Herschel Walker's crazy ass. Did he even fucking win? <laughs> no politics on the sports show, Splat. Okay. Odell Beckham Jr. suing suing Nike for 20 mil. He's trying to get some money. How about signing with a team, you fucker? Oh, shit. A lot of football this weekend for me, folks. That's right. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, everybody needs to chill with the Kyrie Irving shit, man. Uh, and, and NBA, fuck you. Uh, fuck you for treating him that way and giving him ultimatums to come back. I like what he said. I wonder if we could find that little... That little fucking... Let's go find that. Because that's I like what Kyrie said to the reporters. <clears throat> Let's find it. He's got his own thing, Kyrie Irving does. <laughs> oh, I just want to see the interview, you dumb fuckers. Show me the money. No, it's just people talking about it. I don't want... Uh, that's what I'm doing, you idiots. 
show the apology, but there's an interview where he's... Okay, so it should be recent, right? I don't see none of this. But I don't think, I don't even think he should have been suspended. See if I get more specific, I guess. Interview? Nothing? <laughs> God damn. Oh, here, let's try this. Sorry, folks. This is what happens when you're unprepared. Let's see if this is it. Yeah, I, I think I can ask a better question. Just, where were you when I was uh, a kid figuring out that uh, 300 million of my ancestors are buried in America? Where were you guys asking those same questions when I was a kid dealing with learning about the traumatic events of my familial history and what I'm proud to come from and why I'm proud to stand here and why when I repeat myself that I'm not going to stand down, it has nothing to do with dismissing any other race or group of people. I'm just proud of my heritage and what we've been through and uh, the fact that this has pinned me against the Jewish community and uh, I'm here answering questions of whether or not I'm sorry or not on something I didn't create, and it was something I shared, and I'm telling everybody I'm taking responsibility, and that's where I sit. So, you know, these same questions that you guys ask, me dealing with it as being a melanated, pigmented person all around the world, and dealing with racial biases against my skin color, demeaning me because of my religious beliefs, and I'm still sitting in the seat standing. So, but would you fire a white interpreter? I take my full responsibility. Again, I repeat it for posting something on my Instagram or Twitter that may have had some unfortunate falsehoods in it. But I also am a human being that's 30 years old, and I've been growing up in a country that's told me that I wasn't worth anything, and I came from a slave class. And then I come from a people that are meant to be treated the way we get treated every day. So... I'm not here to compare anyone's atrocities or tragic events that their families have dealt with generations of time. I'm just here to continue to expose things that our world continues to put in darkness. <clears throat> I'm a light. I'm a beacon of light. That's what I'm here to do. You guys ask me questions about basketball, I give you my expert opinion. You guys ask me about other things, I give you my opinion, and it's met with whatever you believe the perception or the deception is. You guys investigate my life every day. And you justify it by serving your own purpose, which I honor. I would like the same respect in return, figuring out just like anyone else. So please keep that same energy when we're talking about anti-other things. Because just because I post a documentary doesn't mean I'm anti-Semitic. And doesn't mean that I'm automatically standing with everyone that is believing in that. So. It's unfortunate timing that we're in, but I'm glad that I could stand on the truth because I'm not afraid of these mics, these cameras. I used to be looking everyone in the eye and telling them the truth that I'm proud of who I am. Any label that you put on me 
I'm able to dismiss because I study. I know the Oxford Dictionary, you look it up, right? It's one of the biggest mistakes I had in being a kid was not knowing European or Western language. Until I started looking it up and understanding the definitions and why they say, if you want to trick a black person, put it in a book. I was wondering my whole life why they said that. Now I'm 30 years old and I know reading is a superpower because it helps me understand where I'm going and where I come from. Like a tree with roots. I agree with you, Kyrie Irving. I mean, uh, I've posted some things that were questionable sometimes. Maybe not that atrocious, but it doesn't matter. Uh, he doesn't have to apologize for something that somebody else created that he just reposted. Was he supposed to apologize for reposting something that he felt some kind of way at that moment? That's what social media is, folks. We do these things in, in the moment, right? And then when we do these things in the moment, people pick and judge. And, and, and you might not have been the same person at that moment. We, we live in the fast, a world of the fast. Everything's got to be fast. TikTok at 15 seconds long. Get it on. Let's see something else. Let's see something else. But uh, I'm with Kyrie on this. So I'm with you, Kyrie. Quit picking on him and Kanye, motherfuckers. So since we're talking about basketball, we'll go and see where everybody stands in basketball. Then we'll talk football. How about that? We'll get out of the political uh, arena for a minute. I just, I just wanted to talk about that because I think he got a raw deal, and they, and they gave him stipulations to come back, suspended him five games. Well, you got to do this, you got to take a class in discrimination, and you got to take a sensitivity class, and you got to write the Jewish community on uh, a twelve hundred apology note, and you got to fucking and then Silver comes out and says. I don't think he's anti-Semitic. Then why are you making him do 500 fucking things before he can come back to fucking play basketball? Go fuck you. Just with the vaccine, too. You fucked him over with the vaccine. He does something else. You're trying to fucking take Kyrie Irving out, right? And he's not letting you, and I kind of like that. So applaud you, Kyrie Irving. <clears throat> I just don't agree with the flat earth thing. So let's go to the NBA, see where everybody stands at the current moment. Um, let's see the Eastern Conference. We have Boston, number one, the number one seed so far. Number two, Milwaukee. Things have changed, people. Uh, Milwaukee, number two. Number three is Atlanta. And number four, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Get that weak stuff out of here. And they are number four. They dropped down a little bit, dropped a few games. But these games they're losing, I'll be honest with you. We did lose. A loss is a loss. I'm not making any excuses, none of that bullshit. But the games we're losing against some fucking major players are only four points, two points. Three, one point one was one or two points or something. So it's not like we're losing by big margins. We're not getting our ass beat. We're hanging in there. And it's early in the season. Maybe we can con con uh, correct that, which I'm hoping. But the Cavs are still in 4C. That's not bad. That's not bad. If the, end, if the season ended right now, we would go to the playoffs. 
Number five, Washington. Number six, Toronto. And then the number seventh seed is Philly. Philadelphia, some of the success. And uh, number eight is Miami, Miami. And number nine, Indiana Pesas. And number 10, right there, right there before you drop to the basement, New York. Then you have in the basement, Chicago, Brooklyn, Orlando, Charlotte, Detroit. You know, the usuals. Uh, Western Conference, number one, Portland. Ooh, ooh, Portland number one. Uh, Portland number one. Even though Utah at number three has ten wins, I don't understand. <laughs> Shouldn't Utah be number one at ten and five and everybody else is nine and four? Okay. Well, Denver's tied for number one, I guess. I guess. Confusing there. Uh, Utah's ten and five and they're number three. Now, Denver and Portland are sitting at number one and two, nine and four. Hmm. Okay. But anyway, number four is Memphis. Not that I've confused the shit out of you. Number four is Memphis. Number five is Phoenix. Number six, Dallas. A Dallas. Then it goes to number seven, the Clippers. And then number eight, New Orleans. Eight, number nine, Sacramento. And number 10, sitting at the below at the bottom, even though they beat us by two points. The Golden Gay Warriors. And below them, in the basement, just milling about, Minnesota, San Antonio, Oklahoma, the Lakers are 3 and 10. 3 and 10, I tell you. I'm not against you. Just saying, you have, on paper, a better team than we do. And Houston is sitting at 2 and 12. And that's your... NBA standings update. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, yes. Hopefully your team is doing good. Oh, and guess who won? Guess who won? Guess who fucking... Ohio State, bitch. They fucking won. Ohio State. Got another win by a shitty team. Ohio State is the shit. That's why we're number two. That's why we're number two. Because we are the shit. The shit. Anyway. Uh, Yeah, we beat Indiana. But Friday, Colorado lost to number eight, USC 55. You guys know all these scores. Ohio State won. Texas barely lost to TCU to number seven or 17 to 10. Notables here. Um, <clears throat> LSU, of course, beat Arkansas. Uh, Tennessee beat Missouri. Get you that. Beat Nebraska. Uh, Alabama almost lost this one again against Ole Miss. And fuck everybody else. But we'll give you the games coming up. Okay, here's your... Uh, let's see Let's see who's in the top five or top ten at least. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Ohio State. The Ohio State Buckeyes. O-H-I-O. And then you have at number three, and number four, TCU, number five, Tennessee, 
Number six, LSU. Go Tigers. Uh, number seven, USC. Number eight, Alabama. Number nine, Clemson. Number ten, Utah. Utah. You Utes. Uh, number eleven, PSU. Yuck, the PP touchers. <laughs> number twelve, Oregon. Number thirteen, UNC. The North Carolina University of North Carolina. Number fourteen, Ole Miss. Number 15, Washington. I'm only giving you all of them because I, I see there's some uh, disruptors and some movers. Uh, number 16, UCLA. Number 17, UCF. And Notre Dame jumping back in the mix here. Number 18. Number 19, Kansas State University. Uh, number 20, uh, Florida State University. Excuse me. Uh, number 21, not one lane, but two lane at number 21. Number 22, Cincinnati. Uh, number 23, CCU. That's Coastal Carolina University. Number 24, guess who's back in it? It's Oklahoma State. Cowboys. And number 25, Oregon State, looks like. So let's go to the games coming up uh, in the uh, NCAA. NCAA football. <laughs> the top 25 games coming at you. The top 25 in some games coming at you are the Sports Shit Show with Splat here to take your questions at splatsunicorn at gmail.com. Come and hit me up now. Anyway, uh, Thursday, November 17th, we have Schmew. At not one lane, but two lane. Number 17, Tulane. Shmue is 6 and 4. Tulane is 8 and 2. 6.30 p.m. ESPN. It's in the name. I know it's not. <laughs> I know it's EA Sports. Somebody's going to come in and someone's going to email me and complain about that. Some nerd. Some fucking nerd's going to be like, it's EA Sports, man. <laughs> And then Saturday, the Ohio State Buckeyes at 10 and 0. OHIO. And they're playing Maryland at 6 and 4. And that's a 2:30 ABC OSU is favored by 27 and a half. The number eight, Texas, look up. Horns, Longhorns, six and four. Kansas, six and four. Two thirty. FS one. The Longhorns are favored by nine. And then we have Navy, three and seven at number twenty-two. UCF, the University of Central Florida, eight and two. Ten a.m. ESPN two. UCF is favored by sixteen and a half. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, number 21, Illinois, 7-3. And, and they're playing number 3 here. <laughs> and they're 10-0. and 0. That's at 11 a.m. at ABC. <laughs> it's favored by 18 points. Uh, number 4, TCU. At numbers, not ranked Baylor. <laughs> TCU is 10-0. and 0. Baylor is 6-4 at 11 a.m. Fox. TCU's favored by two, 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 two and a half. Austin Pay, PA, 
playing number nine, Alabama, number nine, Alabama. Can we all just enjoy that for a minute? I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And number nine, Alabama. <laughs> God, I love this country. Austin Pay is seven and three. Alabama at eight and two. <laughs> eight and two. <laughs> 11 a.m. Uh, SECN plus ESPN plus. And that is an even? No, that can't be. There's no line on that? What the fuck? A wizard. A wizard. I don't want to end up going down. Five and five. Coming to number 20. Uh, playing number 23, Florida State. They're seven and three. And that's at 11 a.m. ESPN 3. God damn. The dodgeball called this, right? All these ESPNs. There's an Ocho, I think. Ah, oh, fuck, folks. Uh, number 19, Kansas State, 7 and 3, playing West Virginia, 4 and 6, 1 and p.m., Big 12, ESPN Plus. KCU is favored by 7 and a half. Um, let's see. Then we have um, Boston College, 3 and 7 here. Boston College, park the car so we go see the game. Harriet. I don't know, is that a Boston name? Uh, playing number 22, number 20, Notre Dame, 7 and 3, 1.30 p.m. That's an odd time. NBC, uh, Notre Dame is favored by 21 points. 21. Blackjack, bitch. Yeah. Okay, number one, Georgia. Playing number 27, Kentucky. Georgia's 10 and 0. Kentucky 6 and 4. That's a 2.30 p.m. CBS. Georgia's favored by 22 and a half. Miami, Miami, uh, 5 and 5, playing number 10, Clemson. 9 and 1, 2.30 p.m. ESPN. Clemson is favored by 19 points, folks. And number 14, the Penn State slap, 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 slapping sound, Nittany Lions. I'm playing Rutgers. Uh, Nittany Lions are 8 and 2. Rutgers is 4 and 6. That's at 2.30 p.m. Big Ten Network. The slap, slap, slapping sounds are favored by 19 points. Number 16, North Carolina State playing Louisville, 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 Louisville bitches. And North Carolina State is 7 and 3. 6 and 4 is Louisville, Louisville. <laughs> the 2.30 p.m. ACCN. I'm a bad boy today. I'm a bad boy. Uh, Louisville's favored by four. Georgia Tech, four and six. Oof. Playing number 15, North Carolina, nine and one. Nine and one. 4.30. What are these fucking weird-ass times? 4.30 p.m. ESPN2. Unk is favored by 21. Number five, Tennessee, nine and one. South Carolina, 6 and 4, 6 o'clock, ESPN. Tennessee is favored by 21 and a half. Uh, number 11, Ole Miss, 8 and 2, Arkansas, 5 and 5, 6.30 p.m., SECN Network. Um, looks like Ole Miss is favored by only by 2 and a half in this game. Um, uh, uh, number eight, USC, nine and one, playing number 12, UCLA, eight and two. That's at 7 p.m. Fox, U, 
USC is favored by two and a half points. All these two and a half points, man. I might, if I had the money, I, if I could, if I, oof, I just want to make some bets. I called a lot of upsets in the NFL this week. I have people to back me up, bitches. Uh, UAB five and five against number seven. Go Tigers, LSU. Eight and two. Eight o'clock. ESPN. LSU fourteen and a half. Colorado a one and nine. <laughs> Playing number twenty-five. Washington is eight and two. Eight p.m. Pac twelve's channel. Uh, Washington is favored by thirty-one and a half. That's it. <laughs> Christ. Uh, and last but not least, number thirteen at Utah, eight and two. The game of the eight and twos here. Number six, Oregon, eight and two, nine thirty p.m. ESPN. Oregon is favored by three, folks. And that is your NCAA football update. <laughs> Sorry. There was some good games last week, though. Uh, Buckeyes should take it. Maryland with no problem. And then two weeks, a week, a week, a week and a half, we're playing there. Can't wait. It's going to be glorious. Did you see that? Anybody catch that? Uh, see that catch? And I'm gonna. It's hard to explain if you got to go look up the picture of uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. catches this catch right, and the the. It's unfucking real how he did it. Now I'm gonna explain it the best I can. Here's an out of bounds, and you gotta have one foot in. He catches the ball, has one foot in, kind of like you're duck waddling. You have your foot straight sideways, and his other leg is stretched out, and he's kind of planking, but with one foot. Great, oh, crazy. It was fucking insane. You have to go look at that fucking. Uh, it looked like he would he could have ripped something hard. It, it, it looked impossible. The picture looks fake, or something. You know what I mean? But uh, go check that out. Some good games. <clears throat> um, but we got to play after Thanksgiving. Can't wait. But I said this last year, I can't wait, and it didn't turn out well, so I hope it turns out well for <laughs> I'm so get, I'm so tired of, uh, speaking of being disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go to, I mean, uh, even if Ohio State did lose, lose, but they're not going to, but even if they did, I'd be like, eh, okay, cool, awesome, awesome. That's why I'm not talking no shit this year about to nobody, except for Michigan. Fuck them. Fuck the Steelers. Even if we lose against you, I don't give a fuck. Go fuck yourself. Right? Right. Of course, a lot of uh, uh, Browns lost. <laughs> Got to fire this fucking coach, man. Greg's, uh, Greg, Kevin Stavansky is trash. Our defensive coach is trash. I say this every week, and nothing fucking changes, man. What the fuck? But yet Nick Chubbs is fucking killing it. Defense is 
your, your run defense. Quit trying to fucking sack all the time and get a run defense somewhere. Mix it up a little bit. This trying to fucking bury quarterbacks is fucking backfiring, you dumb fucking idiots. Do something else. Figure something else out. Quit doing the same fucking thing week in and week out. What, are you trying to get a fucking uh, a good receiver in the draft for Deshaun Watson? What the fuck are you doing? These are winnable games if you just put your fucking heads together. If we could take down Cincinnati, we can take down anybody because they're pretty fucking good right now. Then they fucking win? Oh, they had a bye week. They got lucky. I mean, it started off with the Panthers beating the Falcons, right? I mean, and I called the Cowboys game. No offense. Not that I called it, but I said if this is the game where Aaron Rodgers needs to make a statement and says, I'm not fully dead yet. uh, It's not over yet. I'm still here. And he did it. The whole team did it, and the Cowboys played awesome, too. It, it was a great fucking game. I'm not going to fucking lie. There was a g- lot of great games this weekend. And let me tell you what, Cowboys, you got nothing to be shaded about. This was just, you. if this was just a, a, a normal Aaron Rodgers winning every week, you would have beat him. But this was an Aaron Rodgers that had his ass handed to him for five fucking weeks, and he couldn't take it anymore, and everybody was just, they had to get their shit together, and you can't get and you can't come, uh, you can't play fucking Broncos or or they've been playing shitty teams and getting their ass beat. So you have to make a statement with a fucking great team that's fucking greatness right now, and that's the Cowboys. And let me tell you something, Cowboys, to get, uh, don't get disappointed here because the, the the Eagles are going to have their little downfall. But this was just an Aaron Rodgers. I can't fucking lose another goddamn game game and that's what i said i said it would happen i even told a packers fan of mine miss michaels i said hey they text her hurt me her and uh, my buddy ross watched the game he's a cowboys fan she's a packers fan i said i just want a close game and they kind of both laughed at me for their (laughs) and i was like and look at it and then during uh the second quarter or something i was like this motherfucker's gonna go in overtime (laughs) and it did but that's the game. That is, sometimes you got to know it's not about the record. Everybody looks at, it seems like now everybody looks at a record. Well, Tom Brady's 3 and 5. He's fucking over. Motherfucker has won in fucking six different fucking countries or whatever. Four. Buccaneers won 21 to 16 against Seahawks. He's back, bitches. I told everybody he was back and everybody laughed at laughed at me. The only person that didn't laugh at me because me and her were watching the same game. Uh, it was Miss Michaels because we watched Tom Brady perform the Tom Brady magic that was been missing for a couple weeks. <laughs> and now he got that. He got that single life. Now he got all that shit when he was happy with Giselle. He's back at that Tom Brady. He's back, bitches. Look the fuck out. Now this Vikings game. Do they have a highlight reel of this goddamn game? Uh... Let's see if they show the highlights on this. Sorry if uh, Dan or Vorlowski's got to fucking run his fucking dick feeder in here. No, oh, come on. Holidays were a Hold lonely on. time for the Yeti. Anyway, we'll get past these 
fucking commercial suck. Do 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 do. Frank uh in, in baseball Terry Francona got man, manager of the year. Here's Stavansky. We'll have a plan for Watson against <laughs> It's too late by then, you dumb fucking retards. Jesus fucking Christ. Let's see if they 2021. Josh Allen leads the NFL in interceptions thrown. So that's you're in this world where you've got this crazy talented player and he can make any throw on the field at any moment. He makes such good decisions. Okay, this is but not it, what I want. <clears throat> anyway, this game comes down. God, I just wanted the highlights because it's so much. There was so much happening that it would take me the whole fucking <laughs> the whole rest of the hour. Um, let's see this. We go bills, bills, um, Vikings. Boom! That's at the top of the list. Um, so that's a long one. I just want a short one that shows us what the last. Okay, I'll just have to type that in. If I can type. <laughs> We'll go to the last two minutes if we can. Okay, let's see. This is a little long, but it's two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Oh, and this catch. This catch is one-handed. Goes up. He got. He mossed that motherfucker. It looks like the uh, defender is gonna get moss or you know moss him, and he scoops it out with one hand. Oh, this game was unfucking real. So this is uh, Vikings uh, are are losing twenty three to twenty seven at this point. The shoot. So we got a minute five left. Still trailing four points. Cousins looking his way. Kirk Cousins back of the end zone and incomplete. Mm -mm -mm. Jackson with the coverage on Jefferson. This shit got crazy. Kirk Cousins can he do it again? It's Jefferson. Touchdown. It's a touchdown. The comeback hits. Have done it again. And this where it starts to get weird, folks. Oh, as Christian Benford brought him down right away. Knees down. Yeah, he's he's short. Is he on top of Christian Benford, or did the knee get down? Mm, that was cool. So the knee's clearly and down. Yep. It's just a question of where the ball is. To review. It is a completion, but the receiver's down at the one-half-yard line. Mm. Fourth down and goal from the fourth. Buffalo has asked for a timeout. Timer, please reset the game clock. So we have 54 seconds, seconds left. 
Fourth and goal. One yard line. So they drop the ball. There's a flag. There is a flag down as well. This game was anxiety. And this, I don't give a shit about neither one of these teams. Offsides on defense. First down. Oh, replay. There's going to be one of two things. Cousins to sneak it. Can he break the plane? Is he in? He's in. Oh, he's short. That's right. I forgot. Man, I was so anxiety ridden. I was buzzed and was... holy fuck. The yeah, he was off. The he was, he was definitely short. And that football's right there. I think it's short. Yeah, he's, he's definitely move short. It late. He's already down. Definitely short. And here's where it gets weird. They try to quarterback sneak it. <laughs> So he tries a quarterback sneak it and fumbles the fucking ball. Touchdown. Fucking Vikings. Right, 37 seconds left. And who calls a fucking quarterback sneak when you're on the goal line? And I'm not saying goal line is going into the end zone. You got... Why? Why? Oh, I don't even think he was going for the quarterback sneak. I think he just dropped it. Center exchange. I don't know if it was. It looked like it got back farther than normal. I think he just went down to grab it. Well, that's a fumble. Is he in the end zone or is it outside? So does Minnesota's offense have to come on the field and run another play? It sure looks like he's inside. He's in there. That goal line. For sure. Crazy. So this is the Bills trying to retaliate. Eighteen seconds left. He gets to where he needs to get to the, 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 the field goal. Catches it right in bounds. Boom. He hits it where the line is for the field goal. And another one. Yeah. Oh, commercial. So, yeah, at this point, when it comes back, we'll turn it on. I'm sorry I had to show this because this, I had such, I was like, this is a fucking crazy. This was a game of roller coaster of things. Everything that could happen in fucking football happened uh, in this game, at least the last two minutes. So there's 11 seconds left in the fourth. Uh, the Bills are trailing by four. Or three. Sorry, three. Now that wasn't a catch. Nobody reviewed it. Mm-mm-mm. 
Here are the visiting team. NFL Shield. His heads. Red, white, and blue side. His tails. What is your call? Tails. Called tails. So we're going overtime. You won the toss. You'd like to receive. The Vikings get it. Which way you want to kick? Which way do we want to kick, Buffalo? Okay. Has to come from the replay booth. And this is too big a play not to yeah, stop. That's, and as you can see on yeah, the shot, Davis, been, Davis it's the catch before the that. It should have been caught. Or it should have been. Okay, so Vikings have it. It's beginning of OT. At least they're editing it out, the bullshit. Oh, my. Gets eight in another monster day. Play action with his eyes downfield. Heaves it for Jefferson sideline. Jefferson had a fucking day, man. Ball across his body. Here's the top of the route. Leaning to the inside. Gets outside of Dane Jackson. But this is all Kirk Cousins. This is phenomenal. He's got Ed Oliver bearing down on him. I don't even know how he got a beautiful catch. This guy is unfucking believe. I've been Randy Moss. Oof! What are you doing, dude? That was a backwards pass. Cousins in the traffic. Oh, where's the flag? There you go. Man, I'm getting into this game like I haven't seen it. So this is what happens. Okay, here I missed it. Shit. So Bills. Okay, so they Vikings take the lead. He's in trouble. Okay, so Josh Allen has the ball. He's running. He's getting to the midfield. Bills have the ball. Josh Allen running again, getting first down, getting the fucking uh, we call it field goal territory. At the 20. Ooh, beautiful defense. And that's where the game, and that's where the game ends. Fucking what a game. Anyway, I just wanted to share that because, man, what the end of that game was so unreal. And it wasn't edited like that. <laughs> oh, shit, folks. But what's some great games, though? <clears throat> The Eagles lost by Eagles by by the Commanders are fucking on fire right now, man. Holy shit! And let yeah, let's, let's not dismiss uh, Saturday when everybody everybody criticized this guy, right? The coach Saturday, uh, not today. The the coach. <laughs> um. Oh, you can't. Uh, everybody went off. Joe, Joe, Joe Thomas went off. Uh, you can't hire this motherfucker. He's a drinking buddy. And everybody's like, he's got no shit. The motherfucker came out and won. I'm rooting for you Saturday. I'm rooting for you, man. I like the underdogs. Commanders, I'm kind of rooting for you. You're fucking killing it right now. I like it. I like to see these fucking underdogs overtake things, man. Sometimes. What's that's happening to me? But uh, let's let's uh, let's give up the games for um, uh, NFL this week, and then I'll give you guys your standings where you're at. Thursday, November seventeenth. Oh, let me turn up my mic. Turn it off for that video. 
Titans versus the Packers. Go Pack Go! Titans 6 and 3, Packers 4 and 6. It's on Prime Video. And Sunday, 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 Sunday. The Cleveland motherfucking Browns. Dog pound, baby. We're playing the Bills. At noon, Buffalo's favored by eight and a half. Green Bay's favored by three against the Titans, by the way. Uh, Commanders versus the Texans. Five and five. Texans are one, seven, and one. And that's at noon on Fox. And Dallas, we them boys. Cowboys, six and three. And the Vikings, skull, school, ski, skull, or whatever the fuck they say, eight and one. That's a 325 on CBS. The Jets, the New York Jets versus the New England Patriots. They're both new. They're one's England, one's New York. But they're new. New York Jets, six and three. New York, the New England Patriots, five and four. Divisional game going to be awesome. Noon on CBS. New England's favored by three. Chicago Bears. The Bears, three and seven versus Atlanta Falcons, four and six. Noon Fox. Atlanta is favored by three. Sorry, I got to speed this up a little bit before this gets cut off. Uh, Philadelphia flying fly. eight and one. Indianapolis it's Saturday Colts, four five and one. Noon CBS. Philadelphia favored by six and a half. Wouldn't that be hilarious if Saturday beats the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, LA Rams versus the Saints. The Rams are three and six. Saints are three and seven. That's at noon on Fox. New Orleans is favored by four. Four. Detroit Lions big win last week uh, against the New York Giants. Uh, uh, Lions are four, three and six. Giants are seven and two. That's at noon on Fox. Giants are favored by three points. Uh, the Carolina Panthers are, uh, versus the Baltimore Gay Ravens. Gavens. Uh, Panthers three and seven. Gavens six and three at noon. Fox. Baltimore is favored by twelve. Las Vegas. What the fuck is going on? Raiders two and seven against the Denver. And we're not that great either. Broncos three and six. Three o five. Fox. Denver is favored by two and a half. The Bengals, five and four. The Squealers, three and six. Three twenty-five p.m. CBS. Cincinnati is favored by four and a half. Um, Kansas City Chiefs seven and two. Uh, Chargers five and four. They get another. This is the second fucking Sunday night game in a row, man. What the fuck? Are, whose dick are they sucking over there? 720 NBC. Kansas City is favored by six and a half. 49ers, another night game for them, too. Fuck you against the fucking uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, 49ers, five and four. Uh, Cardinals, four and six. 715 ESPN. That's going to wrap up your NFL schedule for November 16th through the 22nd. 
Um, your standings. <clears throat> Burn through these real quick. America Football Conference, the AFC of Miami on top. New York Jets right behind them, 6-3 and three and 6-3. and three. Buffalo moving down. New England right behind everybody. Watch out for them, folks. AFC North, uh, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh sitting right at the bottom. outside my door or something. It's my pillow fruitcake. Buy my shit. I'm a uh, <laughs> I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> AFC South, Tennessee, Indianapolis sitting at number two, Jacksonville number three, and Houston way, way there at the bottom. Uh AFC West. K K A K I almost said KFC Casey. <laughs> KC at number one, or Chargers right behind them, Denver right behind them, and the Raiders sitting at the bottom. The Raiders. Uh, NFC National Football Conference. You have the NFC North. Philadelphia 8 and 1. <laughs> lost a game. Uh, the Giants sitting right, right behind them at 7 and 2. And the Cowboys are right behind them at 6 and 3. And then you have them slowly creeping up the fucking Washington Commanders there. That is a tight squad right there. Tight squad. Tight squad. NFC North, Minnesota, eight and one. <laughs> Just kidding, they're eight and one. <laughs> they won. Green Bay's not creeping up, but they can get something out of that. Four and six. Eh, I don't know. Detroit's right behind them. Ugh. Chicago's right behind them. Ugh. They're, that's a little tight race there in that fucking behind the Minnesota. But the way they got it set up, uh, I don't know. You never know. Anything's possible right now, because uh, Tampa Bay is five and five, and they're sitting right on fucking top. Atlanta's behind them. Carolina's right behind them. New Orleans is right behind them. There's a lot of up for grab fucking divisions here. NFC West, last but not least, Seattle six, sitting on top. San Francisco squeaking up right behind them. Arizona, a little bit of work. Rams need a little bit of work. <laughs> That's it, folks. The NFL standings of the week. Week. What week is this? Week 13. Or week 12. Week, week 13 coming up. I know it's confusing. I'm an idiot. And goodbye. NFL. <laughs> oh, shit sticks. All right, folks. I think we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. going to wrap this shit up, Beatrice. Because that's how we do it. And it's getting late. I just got to get used to this uh, two-hour thing. But, uh, I think I'm doing all right. I've got, I haven't got any complaints so far. Some compliments, not complaints. But everybody, everybody, we're going to end the show here. Hope your team wins this weekend. Go Browns. Go Cavs. Go Buckeyes. O-H-I-O. O-H-I-O. 
go whoever's playing Alabama. Go Blue Jackets. That's right. And everybody, everybody have a great, safe weekend. We got Thanksgiving next week, folks. Getting that food, that football. Get that football on. Hey, Grandma, can you put that football on? We're going to put that football on, baby. We're going to put that football on for you while I cook this turkey. And make it in green beans and shit you like. Thanks, Grandma. I appreciate it. Oh, boy, you know how to do it. Now sit down there and watch some football. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, but this week, I hope your team wins. My team, oof. I really want them to win. But we have a lot of things going against us. One, it's the Bills. They're pissed off right now. They got embarrassed. They're not going to get embarrassed by the fucking Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, I got to just hope for the best and expect the worst, right? All right, folks. Hope you enjoyed the Splash Unicorner podcast. And if you stuck around for this piece of garbage we like to call the fucking sports shit show, it's your dude Splat. Peace and love. Oh, stay high, stay fly. Peace and love. And the holy smoke above. I'm out, bitches. See you later, alligator. Nah, I'm really, I'm out. I'm out, bitches.